Welcome to This Endorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. My name is Stephen Rudd. I'm Nick Gunning, and we're talking the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi to the Ewok TV movies, the 80s cartoon, and beyond. Today we are starting Ewoks Season 2, also known as the all-new Ewoks, with Episode 1A, The Crystal Cloak, which originally aired September 13th, 1986. Yeah. One year later. Like, Almost yeah, a year later. Yeah, now. crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Right off the bat, Steve, I have to say, I'm puzzled at what they identified as the problem with season one because they kept the creative team but got rid of the, the cast. I just don't understand that. Uh, yeah. It, it's. They. Uh, whatever they changed, I don't think they hit the right mark. No. No, it's they like still missed, I, like even worse. Right. It's like the voice of Tebow was not your problem. It's like we're having the same like producers and writers. It's was, crazy. Oof. Yeah. Like crazy. even Chief Chirple was like the first person to talk. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. No, no. Nope, that was a mistake. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. Like, not that I just got used to the Chief Chirpa from before, but yeah. The, I can't remember his name. He was way better. Yeah, I agree. Way, I feel like I really should remember his name. Yeah. He's the one who's like still working today. He yeah. still works today. They got yeah. rid of the guy that's like literally I don't know I don't know who the new guy is. I don't we're know. Gonna go over that. I don't know what um, they were thinking with this reboot. I really I, don't. Yeah. I really don't. All right, let's look at the casting yeah. crew a little bit and we can talk yes. about it more. Yeah, uh this episode through. was written by Paul Dini. So back for more. Yeah. The <laughs> the writing <laughs> The writing is just so bad on this show that I feel like if you're going to bring this back as a revamp, the number one thing you do is get a new writing staff. Yeah. There's still glaring plot holes. Still. Yes. And it doesn't, it's just, I don't know. We've only seen one episode and I feel like we're spoiling how we feel about it. But like. But this is the intro. Exactly. This is supposed to like the new Ewoks, and it's like it's not new. It's the same stuff, just looks different, sounds different. Yeah, yeah, uh, really strange. Anyway, written by Paul Dini. Yeah. We do have a new director. Dale Schott is the director here. Mm-hmm. Prior to this, he had directed Care Bears Two, a new generation. Yes. Care Bears. <laughs> uh, long history in in television and animation. Writing credits mm-hmm. right up until our time of recording on shows like Super Wings and the Hotel Transylvania series. So. Dale Schott still very much oh, working yeah. in the game as our new director. Super Wings is good. I like I, kid, my kids like that. Show. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. I gotta say, Steve, I the, never thought I'd miss that Taj Mahal theme, but man, do I? I yeah, I miss it. We've got a new theme song by Patrick Gleason. <laughs> Patrick Gleason has done other, you know, like mm. film and television score work as as well as just having you know albums out there. He has one called Patrick Gleason's Star Wars, and it is all just like, I don't know, like electronica, like synthy pop versions of... In pop. Yes, of all of the Star Wars, <clears throat> like the, the Han and Leia yeah. theme, like the Cantina theme. I have it on vinyl, and it is crazy. <laughs> it's a psychedelic experience, it's man. crazy. So, <laughs> I, you know, I really feel like if they had just not had lyrics and it had just been the instrumental, we'd be so much better off. I, I don't know. Like, you remember the show Denver, The Last Dinosaur? Oh, I, not I enough know, I feel like to that discuss theme it. Song fit that show. 
I mean, that has a fun theme song. Like, my wife loves that show or loved it when she was a kid. And, like, now that's her ringtone when she calls me. <laughs> but, like, that's such a wild theme song. And it's just like, well, it just kind of works. Yeah. Right? Like, this, you can... I feel like they tried to make that, like, mid-80s, like, cart kids cartoon theme song. And they tried to make it cool, but they completely lost who they were. Yeah. And now the theme song is totally disconnected. And I realized just how much the Taj Mahal version still fit the the kind of Ewoky, yeah. you know, that it's an alien planet. Yeah. Right? You know, right. like, they tried to make this theme song seem like, you know, Billy lives down the street, you yeah. know? And it's like, no, yeah. no, we're on Endor. Like, <laughs> I know. There's nothing, like, alien about the theme song no, at all. And it's also not really, like, appealing to kids, I don't think. I mean, it's all these, like, strange, yeah. dissonant harmonies and just, like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, mistakes were made is all I know. <laughs> uh, it was like they sold the house with Taj Mahal before, like, buying, before having to buy it, be, yeah. before planning to buy the new one. And they were like, crap, we need to buy a house. Yeah. Uh, Gleason, let's go. What I do you got? Give us something good. This this is supposed to be after they've had a year of the droids at Ewok hour and being like, okay, what works? Yeah. What doesn't work? Let's let's start from scratch. Let's do this again. It, but it still feels just as like, oh, crap, we got to get something on paper quickly. I, yeah, it was mind-boggling to me. Anyway, uh, these episodes, of course, mm. released on Disney Plus, which is where I'm watching them. No DVD release for anything in second season, as we mentioned uh, with Asha. Mm. That episode was the last of the DVD releases, but it was included on the VHS compilation Ewoks Four: Wicket's Adventures as he becomes a warrior. What a what a smooth title that is. It's like a short synopsis is right. the title, actually. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If your title is a run-on sentence, you, you've made a mistake. That's, <laughs> yeah. Mistakes were made. Uh, to- you, you totally totally new made. cast. Totally new cast. Yeah. So we have Denny Delk as Wicket. We have Gene Reynolds as Nisa. James Crana as Tebow. Sue Murphy as Latara. Esther Scott as Shadu. And Rick Kamina as Chief Chirpa. The lesser Chief mm-hmm. Chirpa. Yes. I'm yes, just going to, again, exposing my hand here, but I'm just going to say nobody on the voice cast is better than they were in the first season. Nobody. The, that is absolutely correct. A downgrade across the board. Even to Shadu. Yeah. Shadu, I was just like, oh, oh man. Oh. Yeah. yeah. When she was like, yay, that's my son, or something like that, and I was just like, oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. What happened? so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. And the sound design was really bad. We're getting so ahead of ourselves. You know what? Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to give yeah. you the featured cast member. We'll get to all that in a minute. Yes. yes. Featured cast <laughs> member this week, I thought we'd talk about Denny Delk, who is taking over the voice of Wicket from Jim Henshaw. So this was Denny Delk's first foray into the Star Wars universe, but he has an extensive history uh, with doing Star Wars voice work, particularly for the games. So here's some of the games Mm -hmm. that he did voice work in. Star Wars, Rebel Assault, TIE Fighter, Rebel Assault 2, Dark Forces 1 and 2, the Star Wars Trilogy Arcade, Rogue Squadrons 1 through 3, Droid Works, X-Wing Alliance, Star Wars Early Learning Activity Center, Battlefront 2, Empire at War, The Old Republic, and for another little Lucasfilm tie-in, he also did voice work in Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Yeah, that's a lot of, I mean, I own, I own most of those games, if not all of them. So you've heard Denny like Delk 
Apparently, I have, so now I'm really curious as to what voices he was in those games. It was like I did like a humble bundle, okay, a couple of years okay. ago, and bought like it was like a you know forty game bundle of like yep. every Star Wars game ever. So I bought that, and yeah, well, he's, know, he's he narrates quite a few of them, so I'm sure you've heard the okay. voice. And I feel like, wow. again, and we kind of talked about this in season one, but I do kind of feel like they're pitching his voice up or speeding it up or something. They are. It, it seems like there's something on top of it. I, I'm curious as to why they didn't spring for, like, teenage voice artists. Yeah, right. Like, right? Just, why couldn't they have gotten, like, four teenagers, right? Yeah. Tebow, Wicket, Latara, and um, Nisa, and just made those, like the longer speaking characters and then stuck with like, you know, Weechi and, you know, like just, you know, I don't know, mess with the other voices yeah. however they wanted, but I they're agree. still, ad- you know, adults. Like, so like, yeah, like instead of pitching up because they, re- if we, we had, we figured that they pitched up in the first season. Yeah, I think for so. Wicket. But this, it's very, very obvious. They do. He, om- yeah. he almost sounds bubbly in his voice. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and while while Jim Henshaw, like I said, I mean he he wasn't like knocking my socks off as Wicket, but he at mm-hmm. least had he brought he was bringing something. I just feel like at least in this first episode, Denny Delk, it just feels like a really dry adult man reading Wicket's lines. Yeah, sped up. It's weird. I I don't get it. I don't get it. But I don't get it. Either. We got to move on. We got to keep going. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go right into the uber-detailed plot. Okay. Let's go through that before we start taking it apart. <laughs> All right. Uber-detailed plot of The Crystal Cloak, Season 2, Episode 1A. We open the first episode of the second season to Wicket receiving his belt of honor from Chief Chirpa. This belt is part of his path to becoming an Ewok warrior. During Chirpa's speech, Wicket's mind wanders off, and he imagines himself saving his friends from danger in the village. He snaps out of it when Chirpa pins his already awarded silver feather to his belt. His new belt, I should say. Wicket is told it will take some time to become a warrior, but believes he can do it in no time. Elsewhere in the village, Tebow struggles with magical levitation, but fails, suddenly letting everything crash to the floor. Latara comes running in, crying to Tebow to fix her crystal... She flirts with him Ooh. to fix it, but he admits he can't. He's uh, just not good with the ladies. Mm-mm. Before she runs off mad, Tebow is reminded of the Crystal Cloak, a cloak long since stolen by the Graca of the Floating Mountain, and whoever wears it can turn anything into crystal. Only a great warrior can get it back. Hint. Latara employs the help of none other than Wicket, and they both take gliders Woo! to the floating mountain, the home of the Graca. After they crash land on the island, Atara is startled by a crystal statue that's actually some sort of beast that's been turned to crystal. Latara tells Wicket it was the Graca, and he is stunned since it's the first time he's heard of, and quote, the terrible Graca. After they walk away, a tiny plant helicopters away and alerts the Graca of the Ewok's arrival and intention to steal the Crystal Cloak back. The Graca pets the plant, thanking it, and accidentally turns it into Crystal. Frustrated, he lost another friend. He tosses him into a pile of other friends he accidentally turned into Crystal and then flies off to meet the Ewoks. That is hella dark. 
I know. <laughs> when that happened, I was like the freaking pile of. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh just, man. Yeah, he's just <laughs> he's just sitting there in a crystal palace, surrounded by the corpses of his friends. It just became the queen from the Lion and the Witch in the oh Wardrobe, just gosh. like a freaking castle of stone statues. Yeesh. Yeah, right? So we're almost done. The Graca finds Latara and Wicket roaming the mountain and sets a crystal spell on the land. Suddenly, tree-sized crystals emerge from the ground and begin to shatter, causing an avalanche of sharp crystal pieces hurtling towards them. They escape when Nisa picks them up with her glider. Her and Tebow followed them to the mountain. Conveniently, the Graca confronts the whole group. Wicket demands he return the cloak. The Graca responds by turning Wicket's stick into crystal. The Ewoks run away, and the Graca pursues them. When the Graca flies close enough to them, Nisa uses her lasso, which catches on the cloak, tearing it off the Graca. Unfortunately, it floats away and lands in the lava moat, the one surrounding the floating island, and explodes violently. Furious, the Graca chases Wicked and accidentally flies into his own crystal fortress, causing it to come crashing down on him, trapping him underneath. Dark. Yeah, right? Nisa praises Wicked for his bravery. I mean, he was running away. Uh, the Ewoks take their gliders home along with their crystals. Wicket with a crystal for his belt of honor and Latara's crystal to replace her broken one. Latara struggles to fly hers home as she decided she wanted the crystal beast statue from earlier. Roll credits. Here's a question I have for you. The crystal beast, is that just a dead beast that the guy turned into crystal? They never found out, right? Like, I mean, I, I have to assume yes, <laughs> yes right? I, yeah, I, I think it was, yeah. Absolutely it was, because it looked like... It looked at when he turned the stick, right? The, the stick in that little helicopter floating plant, yeah. which was actually really cool. I kind of like that thing. It turned into crystal looking like its original form, right. but just in crystal, right? Exactly. So we have to yeah. assume that that beast is just a beast, was a native beast to the floating island, right? or the floating mountain, mm-hmm. excuse me, and it was turned into crystal. Yeah. So, I, I mean, for me, right off the off the bat, I'm not gonna say that this was my Okavark moment, but it was. Why didn't they just? Why didn't they just take that crystal and go? <laughs> I mean, the whole point of them being there was yeah. like, oh, I need a crystal, and then like the, they land, they crash land on the island, and they find this crystal beast. Right. Why didn't they just take it? Why yeah. didn't they just take it then? Because at the very end of the episode, she ended up taking it anyway. It was the right. very first thing they saw on the right. island. They, so like, they, well. Don't recover the crystal cloak. It's not like they get it back. They don't. Yeah. And I was actually really hoping that, like, when the crystal cloak was destroyed, that everything it turned to crystal came back to life. Oh, but it didn't. And yeah. that was really dark. Yeah. Because, because well, we didn't see it, right? We didn't see if it happened or not until the very end when she's carrying that crystal beast. And right. I thought, oh, yeah. It would have turned back to an animal if, if the magic... Yeah. Had stopped. So no, they're dead. That's it. Yeah, that's that it. is a pile that's of corpses. Our little, yeah, our little helicopter man still dead. I also thought when the, when the cloak falls off and it like lands in the lava or something, I thought there was going to be a thing where it turns into like a crystal lake or something like that, or like something goes on. But no, the cloak just well, falls into the cool. lava and it's just that's that's it. So like, just it explodes. 
And why yeah. did she let go of her lasso? Like, I, I don't. She could have just thrown a rock. I don't know. Like, and it's like <laughs> they didn't. Like, they didn't end up with the crystal cloak. I guess they just didn't want the Graca to have it. And, you know, apparently he's turning the whole forest into, like, a little crystal sculpture. So, you know, maybe their instincts well, were good. right. But yeah, yeah, it's good, at least. Just a real but, yeah. head-scratcher. When we started, and mm. and whatever, Chief, you know, like, cut-rate Chief Chirpa is uh, putting on the belt on Wicket, and he's like, all right, now you have to go and earn your stripes or whatever. The feather that he got is from the first season, right? Isn't that? Didn't he get that for yep. like the Tree of Life? He, yeah, for bravery. Yeah. yeah, in the Tree of Life. I think that's yeah, that's the one in the Tree of Life when they so, go and and yeah. So that's kind of cool, like to have a, a callback to something that happened there. And I sort of thought like, yeah. oh, okay. So yes. is like every episode, you know, or every couple of episodes going to be about Wicket trying to get his little like you know Ewok merit badges. And that'd be kind of cool to have a structure yeah, like that figured. where each time, and maybe it is, you know, but it but just we're kind of back to that, right? Yeah, I guess it just wasn't very satisfying because like you said, he was just running away. Like he didn't really do anything. Yeah. And he I don't defeat the beat. It ran, it, it, it defeated itself. Right. You know, and I just don't understand why when you're making a show, you wouldn't make the hero like heroic. Right. I, not that, not that we think he's a coward, but it was like, it, it just, it, you know, it's like, it, it's like the, the story, you know, the, the hero goes home to tell the story of how he defeated the beast. But like, right. we all know that like, oh, the, you know, the, the beast stepped towards him and then fell off the cliff kind of thing and died. But yeah. then he's claiming that he, if he did it in battle, but no one else was there to see it. So like, but we all saw, we all saw that the Graca ran into his own castle. Yeah. Causing it to fall on himself, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah." And it's uh, yeah. I was like, "Geez, I mean, you already got the cloak from him. Now you're just leaving him there. It's like terrible." Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, it I is. Know. It it's is for sure. Confusing to me of how this is supposed to be. How am I supposed to see this Graca? I guess he was supposed to be evil. Yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah, but he. Didn't... But he almost had that like, oh, I turned a friend again into crystal, and yeah. I thought, you know, was he being serious or was he being I don't facetious? Know. The Graca was the most. He was the most dynamic character in this whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> I wish the Ewoks were guest starring oh, on a Graca show. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So I know that uh, I know your kids have gone ahead and have seen this already. My son had never mm-hmm. seen it. So when we were watching this, I was just putting it on, and he was like, "Oh, we're gonna watch Ewoks," and I was like, "Yeah." And I started it, and he was just like, "What am I looking at? What is this?" He. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's different. It's different in this season. And he was like... Yeah, let's talk about the look. Yeah. Yep. He he said that it. he was like, oh, it's more animated. And I thought that was kind of an interesting way oh, to put it. Yeah. And I kind of see what he means because they're sort of like... Their features are softer. It feels a little bit more colored, you know? And it's like they just it's turned the saturation cartoony. way up. Yeah, cartoony. Yeah, yeah, it's very cartoony rather than like I felt like it was we were seeing like moving paintings in the first season. Now yes. we're just seeing like markers. Yeah, <laughs> and the, I don't like mostly brown, mostly brown markers. I could have used more of it cuz like, like Chief yeah, Chief no Chirpa got a bit of a makeover. Like he looked decidedly different to me. Yes. But the rest of them were sort different. of like Okay, yeah, that's just the character drawn in this new style, but it's not like a, it's not a redo of the look, you know. And I kind of wish it was. Like I kind of wish yeah. we had 
cute Ewoks and. Well, Latara and Nisa, I felt like were the closest to yeah. their original characters. Yeah, that's true. Uh, to the at least a season one, like right. the, you know, they would have they stuck out to me as mm-hmm. like, oh, they're 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 very much the first step, the first season. You know, what I was looking for the whole time too, like red Ewoks. Oh yeah, <laughs> and there is like season two. Wicket kind of looks red. Yeah, he, he looks does. red to me, just like the red Ewok from the season one. You yeah. know. So I don't know. It's like that was that was very strange to me. Chief Chirpa was very dark brown, very yeah. dark, and was m- pretty much monochrome brown. Like yeah. he was just brown, so all un- brown, so uninteresting that redesign. I also was kind of being yeah. like, so did Asha go back to the forest after Asha, like having just uh, been reunited? Chuka Troc was there still. So was he? He was, was the Chuka one who- there. Chuka was there, took the belt out of the box where Weechi was um, holding. Weechi okay, was that was okay, Weechi. Okay. And he's the one who put it on, or at least I can't remember if he put it on Wicket or handed it to Chief Chirpa to put on Wicket. Wow. But that was Chuka Trox. So Chuka Trox's like the the med- I would say medium brown, maybe dark tan yeah. colored, but he's got the red he's got the red bib with the sticks, horizontal sticks running through it. And I think like okay. a skull. Okay. Like a Squirrel skull hanging from it. So that that's him. that was when I saw that I was like, that's Chuka Truck. They they had him in there at least in the first episode. Okay, yeah. You know, I would say yeah. I would say in defense of the new format because we're also switching from twenty two minutes to eleven minute episodes. Um, yes. And I would say in their defense, I feel like this script, if it was season one, would have just been a half hour, but there wouldn't have been any more depth. It would have just been like more farting around. Yeah. And I it feel didn't like, seem to be that. It no, was just, you know, you know, it was right kind of the next thing. Boom, it was lean in me, boom, and it was boom. just yeah, exactly. And I will say I did appreciate that because I feel like most of mm. the first season episodes, there are a few exceptions, most of them I think would have benefited from being half the length. Yeah, I think you're right. So I think that's one positive here overall. I don't know if I would make that an Ichiwawa moment. Do you have an Ichiwawa moment uh, locked and loaded? Uh, yeah, it was it was seeing Chukatrock. That was my okay. glimmer of hope. Okay. Because, you know, like, it, we open up, Chief Chirpa's voice is totally different. Everything looks totally different. And then I was like, oh, there's Chuka Truck. Thank goodness. Yeah. That there's something, at okay. least, like a cool character that is, you know, that's lasted the test of time, I guess, from the <laughs> TV movies to, you know, season one to now season two. I was like, okay, good. At least. At least they're still doing that. Like mm-hmm. they changed everything else, but at least there's Chuka Truck. So, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that was my that right. was my Ichiwawa. Like, whew, I know what yours was. The gliders. Yeah. <laughs> was it the gliders? Are going to be the gliders anymore? <laughs> I did. I did love. I did love seeing the gliders, but I feel like I've gone to that well too many times. No, I was actually going to give yeah. it to Graka because I feel like, I don't know, it, he was such a different character type. I thought the voice work was good. I liked the mm-hmm. whole crystal thing that was going on, even though, again, very dark. He seemed like, I was kind of like, okay, if this is the direction we're going to go in, it's a little bit more fantastical. The Ewoks are going to go and sort of face these big, you know, adversaries or whatever. I could kind of mm-hmm. get into that. And like I said, I liked the voice work. I liked the character design. Uh, I thought Graka was interesting. So he's my Ichiwawa. Yeah. I, you know, I think his character was cool too, because, and I think one thing that was very, very poignant about his character was that when he lost his cloak 
the Ewoks kind of thought like, oh, everything's going to be all right. But he was like, and it's like, no, he's still a scary thing that can just kill you even without his cloak. So I thought that was very interesting that they were like, oh, that was cloak. And it's just like, I'm just going to defeat him. And it's like, dude, he's like a, he's like four times your height. Right, right. He flies. Like, like, you're not going to win against this. So like, I mean, I guess they really didn't defeat him. He defeated himself. But still, like, I thought that was very interesting that even without his cloak, the whole magic thing that they were so afraid of that he was going to touch them. It's like, yeah, he's he's still going to tear you in half with his claws. Right. Um, (laughs) Hey, you know what? You still got to be scared. Speaking of scary things, when Wicket in the beginning is having his, like, flights of fancy, thinking about how heroic he's going to be, and there's, like, a Uh, horde of creatures attacking him, and they're just in shadow, it's not the Dulocs. Like, I feel like that could have been the Dulocs, but it definitely isn't. No, they went. They went with something. I can't, I can't remember what they looked I don't like. Know. They had kind they of a Lord of the Rings vibe then, to me. They had kind of like a. Like, they had those purple. They had those purple things that Morag used. Oh those yeah. Like, like but I was thinking, yeah. Things. But I was thinking specifically of so, the of the moment where like the mob of villains is in shadow. Like it seems like that yeah. obviously would be the Dulocs. So I don't know if the Dulocs are even in this season. I guess we'll have to find out as we go. We'll have to find out. Yeah. Mm. So this is this is uh, interessante. I agree. Yeah. Okavark. Yeah. Did you have an Okavark moment? Uh, mine was um, Wicket's headdress. Like why? Why? Oh, why make gr- it green? That what, it's green. Who's whose idea was that? That was it, like to me, I was just like, was it you spend all this time in the first developing season? this? Yeah, it's that like reddish color. So it was always the same. In the first season, it was least always the same color, and I mm-hmm. think it was a little bit different than say the movies. Yeah, but it it was closer to his original character. It's kind of like a reddish. Like, maybe faded maroon? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not very good with colors. But it is like a red color on, like, a light brown bear. Or yeah. Ewoks, right. not bear. <laughs> but that's what he looks like, right? You know, like, if you, so, like a grizzly bear. Like a baby grizzly bear. Yeah. That's kind of what he looks like. You know, his fur hasn't darkened yet. So, like, with the green, and it, they darkened his fur, and they made him have a dark green headdress, it just doesn't... It doesn't vibe. I don't know. It just didn't look. He, I couldn't take him serious. Yeah. He's supposed to be a warrior. I mean, so, it does. I, yeah. I remember complaining in season one occasionally where it was hard for me to track who is who. And I think giving him a more prominent colored top is sort of like, oh, green wicket. Like, I get that. But, True. you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what's your Oak of, Oh, no, that that's your Oak of Arc. My uh, my rating, my yub nubs. Oh, but I didn't. Say oh my... no, what was your oak of arc? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sorry. What was yours? Um, I think it's the Tebow Latara scene when he's like, I liked that they had the the continuity <laughs> of like he's still you know a, an apprentice and like no Logre in this episode. Like, are we ever going to see Logre again? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. But he's I like hope so. <laughs> juggling things and Latara comes in and they all like drop on his head one after another and he's like doing 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 I hated it. it was such oh, an Oh that's what scene. I hated too. The noise the slapstick noise. Yes. Yes. It right? was that there was a ton yes. of that. Yeah, I hated it. That was really didn't irritating. Like, like we didn't need that. We didn't, didn't need like it. it. Yeah. 
That should have been my Oak of Arc moment. I, I feel like that was re- that really bothered me more than the than the headdress. That it was I got like, you covered. Don't worry. And it's yep. just like no, I, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, boy, I don't, I don't even know how to rate it. Do you, what? What's your ratings right off the top? I don't know. I was, I was doing like a two. I, I thought it was a two. Yeah. It's hard to do a twelve minute or eleven minute episode, but I, I think they. I think there are better episodes to come. There has to be because this one so. just didn't. It didn't work. For, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm giving it too harsh of a. Maybe I should give it a two point five, because the look bothered me. The different look bothered me. The different voices bothered me. That the the sound editing bothered me. Mm-hmm. The weak the weak yes. story bothered me. Like this... they didn't need to make it. Like they didn't need to make it stolen. Right. You know, they could just go, oh, I know of this island where there's this guy that lives and yeah. turns things into crystal. It could have just been way, it could have just been simpler, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh, his cloak came off and that's what makes that's him. That's the key to his power or whatever, yeah. That's the power, but you know. You, then, you oh, hit it, okay. you hit it with sound editing because something about, like, first of all, there was way less, like, incidental music. And during the dialogue scenes and stuff, there's no, like, wind or water sounds or anything. It just feels like a really stark quiet as like fully grown people try to make Ewok voices. And I did notice that it was, it was odd. It was yeah. odd in the sound. You're right. There isn't those little like, like little interludes between scenes or like chirping. Bir- they had those, they had those mice, those like flying squirrel things uh, at the very beginning of the episode again. Mm-hmm. And they colored them differently too. You're right. I was like, "Oh man, here we go!" Like, yeah. Even like something that we've grown to love. Yeah. You know, at yep. the very beginning of the episode, they totally they they were like a, I mean, they were kind of like weird white looking from the first episode. Now they looked like kind of cream colored. Yeah. Like khaki. Yeah. I don't. It's really you hard know, to rate. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to rate. I think especially when we're coming off of Asha, which was. The, the season one finale, arguably the best episode of season one. Yeah, that was a pretty good and episode. That, yeah. that graphic novel in the last episode was so good and did such a good job of kind yeah. of like making it seem cohesive that to come into this, I'll be kind and say a three because I did like Graka and I felt like the 11 minute format suited the story. So I'm going to say three and hope yes. that we go up from there. Oh, good. yeah, good. I'll, I think I'll, I'll, I'll do my two and a half. Okay. I think oh, that's look at that. We, for me. We earned a star. Yeah. We earned, we earned half a star from you. Anyway, <laughs> well, uh, the fun has only just begun here on this Andorian Life as we dive into the all new Ewoks, Ewoks season two, and next week we'll be covering season two, episode one B, the Wish Plant. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. I wonder if these are going to connect, like some of them did. In the first... Well, I guess they are, right? Because it was released. They were the they were released Wicked together, but and... it's yeah, but it's different different authors and everything. So I don't think there's a lot of continuity, but we'll find out in the next episode. Ah, okay. Yeah, we will. All right. See you then. Oh man, I'll see you then. This Endorian Life was brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts.